You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily represent those of the network, its advertisers, owners, or sponsors. It's so busy nowadays trying to find ways to maximize our time. Obviously, listening to podcasts is one of them because you are listening to ours now. Audible.com, using Audible services is another amazing way. I never thought I'd be listening to books, but now that life's gotten busy, uh, I've really gotten into Audible. Their content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks that are easily searchable, broken down into various categories. Uh, as a user, you can sign up as an uh, Audible listener, uh, which is going to give you book credits for every month uh, for a low monthly fee. I think I pay fourteen sixty-five or something like that. And the credits are awesome. They don't expire. You can use them whenever you want. Um, and each one is pr- probably worth more than the book that you're buying. For example, you might get a book that's like $29 and use that one credit that, that you just made $14 for. Um, you could download on, uh, your choices and you can access them on your iPhone, your Android tablet, wherever you're going to listen to podcasts, you can listen to our audiobooks as well. You can start a 30 day, uh, trial membership and your first audiobook is free. You go to audible.com forward slash Detroit. Or you can text Detroit, not case sensitive, to 500 500. This is only available for our U.S. audience. Uh, for those interested in hospitality, there are so many books that are worth listening to. Uh, we listened to Danny Myers' Setting the Table, uh, Anthony Bourdain's books, uh, Medium Raw, and Kitchen Confidential. Right now, I'm mix- listening to uh, Max uh, Lugavere's book, Genius Foods, in, in, in my wish list going on next is going to be Foods, What the Heck Should I Eat? by Mark Hyman. Um, one more time, start a 30-day free trial membership by going to audible.com forward slash Detroit or text 500-500 uh, or text Detroit to 500-500. Detroit is not case sensitive. Check it out, Audible. Coming to you from Podcast Detroit, it's Heard, your food, beverage, and hospitality podcast. Heard is a collaboration between the Hungry Dudes, Nick Drinks, and the Detroit Optimist Society. Each week, we interview industry professionals about issues related to food, beverage, and hospitality. Please take a moment to subscribe to Heard through the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, SoundCloud, or however you subscribe to your podcasts. Write a review and let us know what you think. For additional content, including awesome videos and photos, visit HerdPodcast.com. Like Herd Podcast on Facebook and follow at Herd Podcast on Instagram. We appreciate your support and hope you enjoy this week's episode of Herd. Hello, friends, and welcome to Herd, your food, beverage, and hospitality podcast. I'm Joe Hakeem. Tonight, I'm joined by Vato. Hey, hey. Nick. Yes, Chef. Uh, a special guest sitting in for Jason. One of our special guests, Randy. Am I special? Kind of. <laughs> Not anymore. You are to us, Randy. Aww. I had like, like two guest appearances, <laughs> two to three. I think this is my yeah. third or fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> and our very special guest, Mitten Beer Girl, Emily Bennett. Hey, guys. Hi, hey. Emily. How are you? Well, wow. Well. So I want to start with happy hour. It just came from one and I thought it was tremendous. Is this why you're in a better mood? Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Am I usually in a bad mood? I'm sorry. If I, I don't know. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just came from Otis Supply. And uh, as a general rule, I've, I've been very impressed with Otis Supply. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I've dined there, it's been very good to excellent. Um, and today I got to try their happy hour the first time. And they have a very small happy hour menu uh, for dishes. They have uh, oysters, which I can't eat because I'm allergic. Um, I know. Um uh, something called a grandma slice, which is an incredible slice of pizza on uh, sourdough. Um, uh, what else do they have? Sour donuts and uh, this veggie pita, which for five dollars is one of the largest sandwiches I've seen in a long time. Hmm. It's uh, just filled to the brim with veggies. It's a house made pita. Um, there's probably twenty to thirty different drinks you could choose from, uh, from beer to cocktails to um, wine. Uh, it's just anything. How um, was it attended? Was was there good traffic there? No. Okay. Um, and, and I think you know, happy hour in general. Like, you know, I'm sure you have a favorite. Vata, you probably have a favorite too. I um, do. They're, they're very, they're very sparsely attended for the most part. Well, I'm just learning about happy hour because typically I'm working through happy hour. 
And that's the problem. Like when you're like, oh, I go home at six, you know, for like a normal job. That's the key. That's that, what I yeah. to say. Yep. So mine, my, my go-to has always been at Bistro Joe's because of the oysters. Sorry, Joe. Because uh-huh. they have dollar oysters. Uh, so, they have. And so does Otis Supply. Dollar oysters too. Oh, yep. What? You got to buy, fi- you got to buy your first uh, five. For- and so does Voyager. It's not all of them, but it's a select. And Voyager has dollar oysters as well. Yep. It's not the whole menu. Not the whole menu. Yeah. But so, during, during a particular time frame too. I think say. that's a thing. thing. That's like a it's happy hour thing. every day. Uh, Otis? Otis, I think it's Monday through Friday, or Tuesday through Friday. I'm not sure if they're open Monday. So Bistro Joe's every day. Every day. Three to six. So very, Mon- like Even the weekends? Yeah, except wow. on Sunday. I want to say on Sunday and Saturday, their brunch menu ends at three and they turn over for dinner. Mm-hmm. So between three and four, they don't have they don't serve hot food. Um, so I've gone in there at three, like 30 with the family like to get some food for everybody. I'm yeah. going to get some oysters and... Like, oh, hot food stuff isn't open until four. It's like, oh, well, you know, my three-year-old's not going to wait a half hour to eat when we haven't fed him all day because he's intermittent fasting. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> well, no, all right. Let, let me qualify that. Uh, you know, I, I stay away from, as I've talked about many times, I stay away from the sugary breakfast stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, and so he really doesn't do a, a breakfast. He, he might do a protein shake in the morning. Okay. Um, but how old's your kid? Thirty. <laughs> he's he's he'll tell you he's three and three quarters. Um, so I, I would like to talk. Of, you mentioned intermittent <laughs> fasting, and it's something I started at. Like I s- thought about it and started after Lavar was on. Yeah. Uh, and, and I I've lost fifteen pounds since I started. Wow. You, yeah. can't, you can't beat it. Intermittent fasting is the way to go. I just forget I, I mean, to eat sometimes. You know, check with your doctor. Make sure it's <laughs> make sure it's healthy for you to do. I I just. Never like breakfast, so I just started skipping it. That's episode sixty four. You can put that in our show notes, Nick. We no, do that. Do we have show notes. No. I, I read the show notes. Oh. <laughs> I thought Nick. Nick. Nick was telling no, me I'm before you got here. I'm social media. He, now. he does everything. You know, when you weren't here, he said he was Joe Akeem. I know. I, I heard. I listened to the episode. I listened to our episode. <laughs> How we do? Great. Good. Yeah. It was like it was like I wasn't even there. There's a coup coming. We're gonna vote you out. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Okay. Survivor. Two men enter. Survivor. One man leaves. An island. <laughs> this is. So, okay, yours is Bistro Joe's. Do you have a ha- favorite happy hour, Nick? I really don't. Yeah. Because, again, I would work till 6 o'clock, and then by the time I go somewhere, it's like, a oh, happy hour's over. Yeah. So now that I'm in, you know, fun employment, I'm learning about happy hour, but I still haven't picked a favorite yet. Have you been to a couple since you... <laughs> yeah. Where were we just at? Um, well, <laughs> so we were at Happy Endings at <laughs> Mao Jin Lao, which it's is called Happy Endings? It's the 9.30 to midnight. Uh, of course, it's called happy endings. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was at somewhere recently too, where they had a happy hour that went from like uh, midnight or ten o'clock to close. So they do it. They do do the happy hour. It's the same menu. Where was that? But then uh, after the dinner rush, the Oakland does a reverse happy hour where it's like midnight to close or eleven to close, something like that. Yeah, there was mm. another place. I can't remember where I was at. It was they do it. Uh, oh, uh, Beggar Days. Beggar Days has a happy oh, hour. Oh, Berkeley. Yeah. Yeah. So Munjin Lao's in Troy. Yep. Right. Yeah. It's right Oakland's near the TV studio. Yeah. Yeah, so you have the opportunity to go somewhere late night there. or yeah. early. Um, it's that prime time where people, they don't need the help. Well, right. And the, the whole point of happy hour is like, hey, no one's here. Here's some cheap food to encourage you to leave work early. It's, right. It's like open table when they give you a thousand points for a table instead of a yeah, hundred points. whatever. I've still never got anything from open table. Really? I've booked probably 40 reservations there. I've never gotten I've gotten... They tell you which ones will give you the bonus points. Yeah, and it's always like weird stuff. I've gotten $50 (laughs) checks here and there all the time. Never. Never gotten one. I also have like six accounts too. That's why Nick drinks. I'm the hungry dude. You're (laughs) Nick drinks. (laughs) Emily, do you have a favorite happy hour? You know what? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) So in my real life, I work 12-hour shifts. Okay. So it's 7 to 7. And then the rest of the time, I've been at breweries for the last year, year and a half. So... Yeah. So okay. So let's talk about that, right? So your your claim to fame, and this is this is very impressive, is that you visited three hundred and twenty three breweries. I did in in, in two thousand seventeen. Correct. Yep. Okay. So from January to December, and and at the time, that's the total amount of breweries in the state. That was my calculation. Okay. Yeah. Which was a running number and. You know, a, log- a logistical nightmare in itself trying to keep up with that. Yeah. When she started in January. There were four. <laughs> 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 it, it was it was an easy task in January. Well, yeah, it was, and then all of a sudden it became, what am I doing? What 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 was the number in January? Do you did you did you plan it out back then? Um, I did. I started okay. planning like uh, mid November. Okay, in 2016. Um, I thought 
about 180 got, or no, I think it was like 160 or, or 260 or 280, I think is what it was. I don't know. The numbers changed so many times. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And then I had somebody in the industry go, uh, you need to bump that up by about 60 Those or rookie 85. Numbers. <laughs> and then I started digging more. And, you know, thank God for uh, Rex and Mary Halfpenny who run the Michigan Beer Guide. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, they were – that was my my go-to source. So originally I started with a copy of um, their latest issue mm-hmm. and then the Michigan um, Brewers Association puts out their map every year. And then I had a book that was in 2013, copyright 2013, that someone had come through and, and written about Michigan breweries. There were 139. <laughs> so, wow. had, so had anyone done this before? You like, know, the, I've, Granted, the one-year thing is already a claim to fame. Yeah. But then has anyone even just visited them all? No one has come forward wow. that I know of. And if somebody did, I really want to meet them. I'm sure they listen to Herd. Um, <laughs> they might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you, why are you dissing on our own podcast, man? <laughs> so Britsky. I, I did end up, uh, I think his name's Brian. I ended up running into a gentleman up in Lake Ann, Lake Ann Brewing, which is West of Traverse City, okay, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Brilliant little brewery, loved it. Two o'clock on a Tuesday or Wednesday, this guy happened to be there, and he probably has gone to the most breweries in the state just over like twenty years. Mm-hmm. So he's his claim to fame is going to and is the fact that he's been to a lot of them that closed. So his, you know, going through and doing this, it wasn't just the snapshot in time; it was also this big historical research thing that I ended up doing because I had names that had changed from this brewery to that brewery. And, you know, you start getting into some of the politics of it and the historical piece of it, which, you know, in Michigan, we have um, quite a big piece of the craft beer industry history is here in the state. And a lot of people don't even realize that. Uh, One of my questions was going to be, and maybe you kind of glossed over it in that explanation there is, did any breweries close while you were... Mm trying to hit all the breweries in 2017. Um, Did you miss any because of them closing? Big Buck up near Oh yeah, yeah by Auburn, Auburn Hills. Hills. Okay. Oh no, they had yep. another location. Oh, where? They had I said Auburn Hills. Yeah. So, yeah. No, yeah, they're, Big Buck Brewing with the big tall beer that yeah. someone bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's but the it's, hub now. It's yeah. um, Gaylord? Oh, they had another lo- Oh, okay. Yeah. Were, okay. That was their last location that was open and there was a big sticker on the door that said, you know, we Oh, come back. Wait, so we'll you be went. So you oh, went yeah. there like ready out. to drink got, a beer. I got pictures of me standing it's outside. Like going to, it's like going it to Wally World. Late, <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> you so, show you sorry, know. kids. <laughs> so Big you, bucks closed. You, you, you toss that one off the list or do you count it? Do you not count it? So You or, went. Yeah, I did yeah. go. Yeah. I did go. Yeah, you drink out of a hose, you're good. <laughs> and have, have <laughs> right. they reopened yet? They sold. They sold. Yep. Okay. So at that point, I don't think they had na- made it public that they were in the process of selling. Okay. Um, but last I read, they have sold and they're working to reopen it. It's a cool place. So it's not big, reopened. big place. But it's still not reopened. No, so, it is not. So you got up there and you're like. No, actually, that was Red Jacket and up near Copper Harbor. That's a whole story in itself. Go. Yeah. What happened? Okay. So where's Copper Harbor? Copper Harbor sounds far. Copper Harbor is far. Um, all right. So do the Michigan map thing. I know people who are Wait, listening. This is the Upper this. Peninsula This map. is the UP map. Yeah, this is the other hand. It's, you know, you go to Marquette and you go to Houghton and you just keep going. I hope you did all that in the summer. Oh, so this Please is one of those. Can I, can I curse? Oh, yeah. yeah. No shit. There it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, from my years in, in the Army. That's how you start a tall tale. No shit. There I was. Um. I when I first started this, my biggest fear as I'm working for hours and hours on all these spreadsheets was that, you know, I live so I live in the triangle between Lansing, Grand Rapids and Kalamazoo. Perfect location for doing this. Uh, My biggest fear was that I would have that one brewery that was the furthest from the house that would be closed. And um, my best friend Mark and I decided we were going to do a 1700 mile trip through the UP. We had it all planned out. The logistics of it were incredible. Um, the day we left, we realized that the day before we had left, that um, Red, Jap- Red Jacket up in Calumet had closed for nine days. It was a great season. No. Hey, thanks. <laughs> and yeah, so it was one of those where, it was, you know, my mom kept reminding me, Emily, it's part of the story. It's part of the story. So my husband, bless his heart got in the car with me the first week of December and we drove nine and a half hours so I could have one beer. Wow. 
Yeah, he he got extra credit for that. Wow. <laughs> so you so. went back to, for, oh, yeah. for the sake of like. Oh, yeah. We we drove home from the UP in a snowstorm. And wow. you have a four by four truck. Um, Hopefully. I drive a Subaru Outback, and I got to oh, tell you, I you know you hope for American. Heard podcast but... brought to you by yeah. Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Subies are great. I got a bunch of friends that have Subies. They love them. God, oh, I thought I you meant the car. strip bar. <laughs> is there a strip bar called Subies? What? Really? You don't know? No. There used no. to be at least. I don't no. know if there's still. Oh, there. I didn't I've know never either. been to a strip club. Like, swear to God. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, so I, I poured some beer um, b- before your story. And let's talk about this beer that you brought with you. One of the beers you brought with you. So this is from uh, Speciation. Speciation. And where, where they are located in? Comstock Park. Comstock Park. Which so is just, also home of Bell. Was it Bell's too? Um, it's no. Wait, am I getting my names mixed up? I know it's the ones that there are too many places. I didn't realize how many places in the state sound the same. Yeah, yeah. So Speciation is just north of downtown Grand Rapids, uh-huh. up by Fifth Third Ballpark. Okay, I can get you there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turn left at the the, the the Sunoco. All right, somebody, and, and, and somebody they, look that up for me. Where Bell's. Well, Kalamazoo. Well, they're, in Kalamazoo, yeah, well, they're Kalamazoo, and then the my my brain's just blank. It's been a long day. They've so speciation has been around for a few couple years. years. Couple years. Yeah, I think they're year uh, three. I think. So if I, I recall believe. correctly, wh- elk, parent elk. elk. That's where they're near. Are you just making up things. No, look at Comstock Park Breweries. Yeah, parent. Yeah. Brewing okay, elk. I did have it right. Oh, okay. So um, the production facility for Bells, and I should know this off the top of my head. This is embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. We're not well, it is to me. All it is to me because this is – if you knew how many hours I spend doing this, I could have a degree in this by now. Is there a degree offered? God, I breweries? hope so. That's a, Well, that's another story. Randy but. has something. Uh, speciation opened in January 2017. Okay. In Comstock Park. Nice. So, so they've had – They've had very sought after beers. Like, yes, I, I, yeah. I've heard they, of them. This is the first one I've had. Yeah, really. I, yeah. Um, I didn't try very hard either. So it was one know. of those things when they first entered distribution. It was one of those beers where, like, um, eight degrees Play-Doh or Holiday Market would send out a message saying, "Like, we have these beers. You can only get one of them." Yeah, no thanks. If there was going to be a line at like three hundred Ryan's, I'm not going to go for it. <laughs> so, it, interestingly enough, about Under speciation, Ryan. and I'm hoping Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> somebody will probably correct me in the the interwebs if I'm wrong. Um, they do not have a brew house. So they contract. So um, the owner's name is Mitch. He goes and he uses local breweries, he uses their equipment, brings it back, and works his magic at their location. Um, and he just recently opened a tap room. Um, but until then, he was really big about they have something called the Culture Club. So think Mug Club. But they um, released it to members first, cool. and then yeah. you could buy it off of, you know, you get your tickets off the internet. His stuff would sell out in minutes. It was amazing. And it was a very brilliant, you know, low overhead startup. And his stuff is really good. But that's no different from Garden, who then goes out of their way to get a barrel pick and basically pre-sells it. Through the Bourbon Club. Oh, in St. Clair Shores? Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a great idea because yep. if you're going to pony up the money to do this, you might as well sell it out because then you don't, you know, you're not losing anything. Well, well there's right. a lot of contract brewers out there now, too. I mean, Evil Twin does, Evil Twin still is a contract brewer, right? Mm, don't know off the top of my head. Okay. So, yeah. So, so he's the. Are they the one that travels? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or is contract brewer? Yeah. Like, or like contract. Gypsy Brewer or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Is that's, like, he's, he's kind of, I think Mitch is a little bit into that. Okay. I mean, I would kind of put him, at least myself, would put him in that category mentally. Uh-huh. Um, but as far as contract brewing, something very different. Contract yeah. brewing is great big brewery who says, yes, please come. I'll, we'll brew your beer. And, we'll and that's what Brew Detroit does. Yes. That's Brew Detroit. Like Kid yes, Rock, correct. right? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. And they, they contract brew for a lot of different places now. Stroh's. Yep. yep. Yeah. Have you tried the new Stroh's yet? Have you tried the new Stroh's? I've just had the Bohemian Pilsner. Yeah, I've had that. Which I like. Are you talking um, about the IPA? The, the yellow label, I'm not uh, sure what it is yet. I saw someone buy it, and I was just like, oh, yeah, I remember the release party. And I hadn't tried it yet, though. Yeah, it's yeah. there's, there's an IPA out now that I haven't tried either. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to keep up. Trust me. Right? <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> so Okay, so. Yeah, so you visit a brewery. How many did you try? Will you get like a flight, or you'd be like, just get one? I, you know, it would really depend. So the first thing I started catching grief from friends of mine that 
are all over the state. And they said, oh, you were in my town. What do you mean? Why didn't you stop? Well, here's the deal. I have a schedule I got to keep. Right. <laughs> I will be I here would, from 7.05 to 7.15. That's just about yeah. how it was. Um, you know, I would I would build in some latitude because within the first two places I went, I realized that, you know, it's not – it's just beer. I have a friend of mine who constantly – who's a brewer who tells me that. It's just beer. It's just beer. Um it, it was about the people I was running into. So if I went someplace, the vibe was weird or off or, you know, you just after that many places, you got to feel for it. Nine times out of 10, I would walk in and either find a person who that was their home brewery. And it was like, come here, sit down. Let me tell you about the place, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, or the staff and or the owner. I can't tell you the number of times owners would find out who I was and what I was doing. Not that, you know. I put everybody's mind at ease. I'm not a reviewer. I am not a beer expert. This is something I love to do. You're like the I've, Julie and Julia of beer. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten better at it. I'm much more ed- educated about it, and I can speak to it. Right. Um, but I feel like my strengths are speaking about Michigan and Michigan and culture and people and places to go. Um, but to answer your question, it would really depend. Mm-hmm. You know, if I thought it was going to be a dive, you'd, you'd, kind of, you'd want out. Well, it it was it would depend on my day. Okay. You know, fortunately, throughout the course of all of those breweries, I only had two or three. I just kind of like meh and, and left. Yeah, so Usually I, I, I can find something. So I'm just curious. You don't have to mention what it is, but what is a bad vibe when you walk into a brewery? Um, This is where I've really begun Dirt. to tread lightly. Because, Dirty. Smelly. Um, there I had I had some issues. Um, one of the things I'm actually speaking at the uh, Michigan restaurant show this year. Hmm. And one of the things that I think establishments have forgotten is that whole you've seen the Febreze commercials of you go in and oh, you've become nose blind. You know, when it's your house, you don't notice the dust. And I found over and over my big thing is if I walked into a bathroom. Yes. Yeah. And I heard you guys talk about that. I was like, yes, yes. I was the same. If your women's bathroom sink doesn't work. And the toilet's rickety and you haven't kind of cleaned it in a week or two. God help your brew house. Gross. Your How are you staying house? open but, if the sink doesn't work? But women well, don't drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's someone out there who thought that. <laughs> oh, I laugh. <laughs> oh, right, that so hurts that's... my heart a little bit. But to answer your question, it would depend. Mm-hmm. You know, some places I would go, in, go into and I'm like, I want all the beers. Yeah. Um, other places, you know, very specifically, I want your pale ale. I mm-hmm. want your amber. Mm-hmm. Because those are two extremely difficult beers to brew um, and do well. And I could tell a lot from a brewery by what I was drinking. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it wasn't necessarily – I wasn't that good at it at the beginning of the year. I got really good at it by the end of the year. Um, but it would also depend on who I took. So those people that would give me grief for not telling them I was in town, you know, I was very particular about who I took. Mm-hmm. Because even taking my husband, number one, was really expensive. And number two, he wanted all the beers. I was like, oh, God, Ben. So we had, we actually had one day up in, in, uh, Petoskey area. We had, I think we tried over 26 beers. Did you yeah, notice any health palace. effects over the year? Um, or you, just you don't become to... a chubby girl by, <laughs> you know, eating celery. I mean. <laughs> um, it, mentally a little bit foggy sometimes i had to be very careful obviously because i was driving i put twelve thousand miles into this last year which then i started doing the math about how many times i could drive from you know la to the east coast because you're west coast right you're west side michigan yes yeah yes um but um not too terrible okay um i've noticed that my ability to drink four or five beers now is no longer there (laughs) that got real good and then and then it gets into you know you need to be educated about beer because you need to know what kind of beer you're drinking Mm -hmm. you don't walk in and order a triple when it's 11 a.m and it's the first place that you're walking into um and founders in grand rapids was my first indicator that i needed to be careful about that because that was new year's day (laughs) that was the starting brewery okay And it was winter, so they had everything on tap. Did, did you do it from like a radius then? Or like how did, did you – I mean obviously if you're driving to the UP, you want to be efficient with your driving. Oh, God. I was – yeah, like anal retentive efficient mm-hmm. with this. So what I would do is I would um, – and somebody else asked me this. The process for going through and doing this, set up a spreadsheet, which is available on my website. Um, What's your website? 
mintandbeergirl.com. Okay. There's a brewery link at the top. On oh. that, I have a Google map that I created. Um, right now, I think it's the blue that shows everything that's open. The red are all the pending breweries. Um, and it's available to anyone. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Randy, Randy that. showing yeah. us. That's I don't have. Nice. Wow, graphics. <laughs> I haven't got. I know. Uh, I think it's better. Is it better on draft that has one? Ken. Yeah. He yep. has a pretty good one, too. Um, there's a lot of love and TLC that went into this. Um, so I decided to make it public. So anybody that wanted to try to do what I did. Um, at the bottom, there's an Airtable spreadsheet of every place. Right now, I'm working on getting all the social media mm-hmm. um, addresses into it, too. Um, oh, he's going to show us. Oh, some. Look at Airtable. That. Look at that. Yeah. I really should be sponsored by Airtable <laughs> <laughs> because I've shared my – yeah, oh, wow. that spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... I wish I knew how many hours I had into that thing. I'm over 200. Well, then, I mean, you're not an LLC or anything like that? Like... Uh, I, DBA. Uh, I'm DBA'd. <laughs> yeah. Um, Yay for the t- uh, Trump didn't affect you in, in 2017. In 2018, uh, you couldn't have done it and <laughs> wrote anything <laughs> off. <laughs> I have a lovely accountant named Doug. <laughs> I, I, I have a I have a quick question. Anybody try to snowball you about or like belittle you and say, like, if not knowing who you are, and be like, oh, like, you know, oh yeah, like yeah? you're a girl walking into a brewery asking questions, kind of a belittle. Is that what you're yeah, referring yeah, yeah, to? Yeah. Well, um, or even just trolls online. Both. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I'm at the brewery, but yeah. I uh, guess fortunately, I have avoided most of the trolls. I think we, mm-hmm. I told you the story earlier. Um, so the January 1st, the guys from WZZM 13 um, on the east side of the state, Brent and Evan, got a hold of me and wanted to do a feature about my trip. Um, and then it got syndicated and ended up in, the, I think it was the Detroit News or Detroit Free Press. Um, so I had my favorite my favorite comment that I got all year was bitch, get a job. <laughs> wow. And I did this while working full time. So <laughs> yeah, I wanted to bring that up because you do yeah. maintain a full time job. Yeah, I'm the a whole nurse time. practitioner. Yeah. A, a big job. <laughs> Let, and, and, and we will, we will talk about your job when we come back. Ooh, is that like Look, a, like a teaser almost into it? Yes. Because now we have, hold a on, hold on. No, 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 we don't. Cause it, it closed. So, <laughs> so do, uh, do a little bit more. Hold on. I was I was ready back in the beginning. Now I have to find it again. Oh, Hold on. So Britsky. So, so all right. <laughs> now, who tried to snowball? Like we don't have to say who, but how do they like what do they do? Like, um walked in, asked some very pointed questions about their brew house, which was visible from the tap room, and got a lot of very just basic what do you know questions and then Usually my mechanism for dealing with that was to ask some very detailed pointed questions. So they would say like, you know, beer is made with hops. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) You know, beer has alcohol. (laughs) Ooh, that doesn't have fruit in it. Are you sure you want to order that? Do you want an orange? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Nick. Now it's time for a word from our sponsor. So ready. Chaser Products has been brought back with Chaser Cablets, the same beloved patented formula that helped chase away hangovers before. After years on the market with a loyal following due to its record of effectiveness, it was shelved by the prior distributors, the makers of the popular National Energy Shot, so they could focus on their other products. However, due to overwhelming demand, it has been re-released, made at a state-of-the-art facility, and delivered to you directly to help prevent hangover symptoms. Symptoms. Don't regret going out. Get Chaser tablets to be free of hangover symptoms. Thanks, Chaser, for sponsoring Herd Podcast. Thank you, Chaser. Yeah. Was that all right? Yeah, it was great. All right. I, I, I mean, I am drinking some beer, so hopefully it's not too. Take a Chaser and you get home, you'll be fine in the morning. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look at that. Natural integration. <laughs> Where was that last year when I needed it? <laughs> okay, so full-time job, nurse, nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, just a easy job. Well, Okay, not not going to say it's easy. No, but it's the Nick. opposite of that. But your schedule, though, like yes. You, so, are you as, as a nurse practitioner? Are you working three or four? I do twelves. Three or four twelves in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So then your other three days are all beer related. Correct. Okay. Correct. See, this yeah, would have been I, perfect for Nick. You don't have a job. <laughs> you could have done this right now. <laughs> I would. I would make a terrible nurse. I'm, I'm scared. I got my blood drawn like a week ago. About the brewery stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at that either. <laughs> I can visit all the distilleries. There's like 27. That's so, actually been brought up. Has it? Yeah. When it is, I'm calling you. All right. And I think there are like 60. So you oh, get, has it? 
<laughs> you get pictures everywhere, obviously. I did. I did. Did you I, have a standard picture that you were going to take, like at a place? Like you're like, I got to get a picture in front of it. Yeah, I picture- this was this was me. Like, I hate selfies, and Why? I hate. I, well. selfies not so much so I have like everybody else who runs social media you have selfies um, but I hated walking into breweries and being that tool bag that was like hey I gotta take a picture of everything so I would walk up I decided early on that if anybody was gonna give me grief and ask me X, Y, or Z I wanted to be able to go nope here's my proof here's my proof here's my photo outside to the point where every once in a while I would have to go back because I would forget. Ah. Um, so I have a lot of really, really bad photos. Um, and interestingly enough, there was a um, brew dog, the brewery brew dog from um, Scot- Scotland. Yeah. They ran a beer geek awards for enthusiasts, and one of them was Brewery Haber. Mm. I missed it by four. Oh. Yeah. So, so what? You- yeah. Oh. Yeah. Again, another really big story. That's worthy of a podcast and or <laughs> post just in its own. But it um, it unfortunately went from May 14th to May 14th. Mm. So I missed, sure. you know, but I still had 245, I think, in that time. And somebody beat me by four breweries. So you do yeah. uh, selfies in front? You do yeah. selfies? I do it in front of the sign. In front something, of the- something that was, you know located and had some proof that there was something it was usually the sign outside if i could get it quick brew dog connection i am going to their um brew hotel on friday to interview Ooh. them so i'll bring back some uh, some news on that in nice. columbus another connection uh. we used to provide haggis to them for their haggis egg rolls which i no longer have on the menu overseas no oh no. locally <laughs> well, they, no they just opened the hotel oh yeah but the brewery's been the open brewery, for okay there's uh, really no reason to ever go to columbus Says you, it's like the center of the QSR universe, <laughs> and also Middle West spirits. Very good. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oyo, Oyo, Oyo. College yeah. football season, fellas. All right, no fair. To no, here. that's totally fair. <laughs> I, There's I, no I, reason. So, I'm ever so when Columbus. you're there, make sure you go upstairs, okay, and you go out on the platform and look at the production facility. Yeah, all right. It's impressive. Well, we'll get a ton of video it's for it. Huge. Cool. It is huge. Yeah. Okay, so this might sound like a ridiculous question, but I. But I want to ask, how did you define brewery? Were there places that were too small where you ah, didn't go? This was this is a very um, so coming from outside the industry, trying to figure this out. So every state has their layered laws. So we have you know all of the Michigan laws. Um, it's a defined three different. You know you have brewery, brew pub, and. I should know this off the top of my head, and I don't. Is it like nanobrewery? Something, like, yeah, like okay. microbrewery. Yeah. So, and and all of those have to do with distribution. Is probably bigger distribution and or being able to have a tap room. Um. So originally, my definition was they have to have a brewery license. They have to brew their own beer. Um. And they and I need to drink beer at their brewery. That became a little sticky. So hmm. fast forward to November. Um, it was November 11th. It was Veterans Day. Um, I woke up. We have a wood stove in my house. There is a teeny tiny little place, a restaurant up north of like northeast of Nuego. I do this in my head a lot. I see maps in my head. Um, and they were closing for the season. They were only going to be open. I called them. I'm like, okay, how many more days are you going to be open? I need to come up. Told them what I was doing. So the day I was supposed to go up there or the day before I was supposed to go up there, um, my husband had left for the UP for a deer hunting trip. And he was in the process of – this is like a massive, you know, mecca kind of movement up north with him and his friends, which is probably not – a politically correct way to put it but it's it's definitely this big ordeal they take a 15 by 15 foot old military tent they take a full-size wood stove i mean he's got a whole trailer full of stuff they take how many deer are they bringing back oh none are you kidding me (laughs) they don't really hunt that's not what you do at deer camp are you from it oh you're okay so on the other side of the state (laughs) are you a city boy All right. So. Just a city boy. <laughs> I hunt flies in my house that get in somehow. <laughs> Do you have one of those guns that shoot salt? Mm. It's a Lego gun. No, but that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, we have um, we heat with wood. 
Um, and so you wake up cold every morning. You wake up yeah, under pretty a million much. blankets. Pretty so. much. Um, so he was going to cut kindling before he left and started giving me all sorts of shit about, you know, this is man's work kind of a thing just Ooh. to get my goat. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine how that went over with me. Just like drinking beer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and washing hands. Yeah. <laughs> in bathrooms, apparently. With, with uh, bad sinks. Um, so 8 a.m. the next morning, I proceeded. He had left at 4 a.m. and I proceeded to cut the end of my finger off with a hatchet. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like, saw that in a movie once. <laughs> like forever? Or is it back? Part, uh, part of yeah. it's gone. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I ended up with five stitches in this finger. It was a big enough piece that it, you know, kind of went. So I, uh, yeah, pretty much went to the ER, taped it up, stitches, so he stitched was, it up. he was right? Yeah, he ended up being right. <laughs> and then you so, made it to the... Well, yeah. So the, the moral of that story was I didn't tell... So my mom and my dad took me to the ER. And the whole way there, I'm like, don't tell Ben, don't tell Ben, don't tell Ben. Oh, this hurts. Don't tell Ben. Um, the next day, ditched the pain meds, wrapped it up, was in the car, drove two and a half hours up to this place called Abner's, um, pulled in the parking lot feeling like just absolute crap and uh i walked in and the lady goes we have no beer no yeah november 11th Wow. november 11th we have no beer so that's the long story about how that definition actually had. do you drink anything else at the like i mean breweries have other things than beer some breweries have wine something they had maybe coke and diet coke but okay so this place is called abner's they brew one one beer? No, they have a couple of different beers on tap, but they were closing for the season. And so they were going through their their stock, rightfully so. And I walked in and, you know, they've got the little cups over all the tap handles. And she had one that didn't. I'm like, well, what about that one? And she walks over, grabs a cup and just goes, <gasps> sets it over the tap handle. And she's like, you can come back in the spring. I'll buy you a beer. I about you know lost who I am. my mind. <laughs> so yeah, that was a very <gasps> phone so call. If you, so if you did all this again, would you call ahead of time? Before? I did. Well, she did. Yeah. I, did. I mean, like, say, well, here's the kicker. Save they posted two days later that they had beer still on tap. No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so that was. Do not go to Abner's. Is what <laughs> <laughs> everyone from here because they treat her like shit. <laughs> she was wounded. Yeah, it was it was an interesting day. But then again, it also redirected kind of my thought process behind this and into more of a it's about the story. And that's right. what my mom kept telling me. It's about the story. It's about the story. And that's a good story that day. It <laughs> That was an interesting couple of days, that's for sure. And I'm still catching hell for it, but um, and rightfully so. But this yeah. is the maltiest double IPA I've ever had, I feel like. Yes, yeah, so this is called Pure Mackinac. It's um, by Zealand Brewing. It. It's uh, from Triple Root in Zealand. Yeah. Triple, oh, okay. So um, I'm sitting here in my Carhartt bibs and my muddy Carhartt boots because I was at Great Lakes Hops all morning today in the rain and the mud. You brought us here. hops? I yeah. did bring you hops. Um, so Great Lakes Hops does um, hop propagation. Um, there are two particular hops. My actual favorite hop is called Michigan Copper, and that's their hop. Um, it's starting to pop up more and more you'll see it more and more um this beer i think has michigan copper and no it's Mackinac. so the other beer i brought you is called hopfield from vivant oh yeah that yeah. has Mackinac and michigan copper both um very very cool place to go mm-hmm. they do a lot of sensory evaluation and just incredible guys so real quick question yeah. here you're talking about your favorite hops did you have a favorite hop at the beginning of 2017 um, it was still probably Michigan Copper. So you knew about I did. You had that that much of a I did. Okay. So it, this is this has been a hobby for me for a while. Okay, I have so you know kind of some of the backstory. My husband's a home brewer. Um, ah, very okay. very good home brewer. Mm-hmm. Not I was that I'll say, tell I too him am that. a lush. <laughs> <laughs> so, so do you count your house as a brewery that you traveled to? Yeah, I should. I should. <laughs> Number we've, zero. Yeah. yeah, we've we've got uh we've got quite the tabs going on at our house. Um, my best friend, Mark, who shows up in a lot of my social media to the point where people think we're married, um, he um, is a home brewer and is very familiar with the commercial side of Michigan. And then my other best friend, Sean, um, is a co-owner and brewer at Municipal Brewers down in Hamilton, Ohio. So I have you know three of these major influencers in my life, 
that are all super passionate about beer. And of course, you know, you, you learn about it as you go. And then I fell in love with the hops, the malt, the barley. And then throughout this trip over the course of the year, it was, holy shit, we have all this in Michigan. You know, people don't realize that there's a place called Craft Cultures up in Houghton Hancock. They propagate yeast from Michigan. I didn't know that. Yeah, so we have everything here. Hmm. We have hops, we have yeast, and we have barley, um, which is, you know, used to be a major crop here in Michigan. Went to the wayside, especially after Stroh's and their their malting facilities left. So now we have not only um, all these really small hop growers and farmers here in, in the state, but we also have barley farmers and we have craft maltsters. And we are looking now at transitioning and what I see and what my hope is for Michigan beer, you know, who am I, the girl that went to all the breweries, but, you know, my hope is that you keep hearing about this craft beer bubble. It's not going to be a bubble if we can make this more terror. And Mm. this is something that you can't get somewhere else. You know, you can buy hot pellets from somebody and toss them in your beer, but can you get fresh Michigan copper hops, toss them in a beer that you're making with barley that was grown here, malted by somebody that was here. Um, but that all comes from it, it comes down to education, it comes down to educating the brewers about what we have here. The consumers need to be willing to pay more for the beer. Um, and, and it then becomes the cycle of, of support and pushing an industry in the state of Michigan and we are considered one of the bigger – we're number five yeah, in, in number five. of breweries. Yep. And I th- believe in 2017, U.S. passed Germany as the biggest hop producer. I did a whole video on this. I'm not remembering all my stats right now. But yeah, I remember Michigan being number five. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were close to number four. No, number in five 17. in terms of – States. Uh, breweries? Uh, states producing hops. States producing hops. And we are hops. Yeah. Okay. number five in breweries as well. Number five in breweries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, if you think of places like California and, you know, just the Portland, Oregon mm-hmm. area, um, you know, it doesn't in, in Colorado, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but per capita, we're doing pretty darn well. Yeah. And we got a lot of water. Which yeah. Is, which is good. Well, and mm. that's the thing. We're, we're a water state. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there are things that we can do um, – Ecologically, in supporting Line Five, stopping, um, but Let, also less lead. Oh, we just got political. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, and let, let's talk about that for a second. For those who don't know, talk about Line Five for a second. Oh, I am not a good person to talk about oh, okay. Line Five. Okay, um, but it's you know getting it out from under Lake Michigan. Maybe maybe more generic, just pipe, protecting pipe, our water. Yeah, definitely, pipe, yeah, protecting pipe, our water. That, that brings in Flint. That brings yeah. out a lot of things. Oh yeah, pipeline so. that goes uh, from the uh, lower part. Of Michigan to the northern part of Michigan. It's one of the only ways that the northern part of Michigan gets oil, but it does go underneath Mackinac, yeah. straight to Mackinac. Uh, and there have been times, uh, a couple times that have some uh, um, disastrous effects. 2010, I think there was one where there was a disastrous effect where the uh, the pipe burst, a uh, huge cleanup kind of thing. Um, Maybe just to keep a little more neutral, just like thinking about protecting our waterways, knowing that regulations have become a little looser, that, you know, hey, we're, it's this great resource, and it goes into a lot of things that we consume, such as beer. Well, the, so. the last effect was, um, was over land. So, but the question here is, mm-hmm. if it uh, broke under the Straits of Mackinac, how much of that would affect if Lake uh, Huron sure. and, and then, the, uh, sure, what's it like on the west side? Michigan. Michigan, thank you. Yeah. I, I know it's homes, okay? Uh, Huron, Ontario. I, I have to think about Michigan, the east side of the state. Erie, like Michigan's my side. Um, uh, yeah, just uh, waterways in general. You know, the fact that you walk in and you're like, I don't want a straw. Those are small things that breweries can affect right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're we're becoming, and you see a lot more of it, and I was seeing it more and more as I traveled more people and more companies and more businesses were thinking about those things. You know, Mitten Brewing in Grand Rapids does huge, um, uh, like, they support local companies and they donate money to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And they have a fund, I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, that they do every month. Um, The Feel Good Tap that was started by the owner of Batch Brewing. Cultivate. 
Stephen's been on before. Yeah. yeah. We talked about that. We, yeah. we talked about yeah. Cultivate when well, we had been, um, them on. Uh, Cultivate. Yeah, aren't they're uh, Ypsilanti. They're the ones that do all the tap. They get the beer donated, and then they donate the money that they raise from the beer. Yeah, I don't remember. All right, I might be wrong. I'm no, pretty sure. I'm 99% <laughs> sure on that. 22%. Um, Comstock Park, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Charles from Leelanau, uh brewed Line 5 Stout. Yeah. Which is something. And, and so... And that's something I wanted to ask. So Leelanau Brewing doesn't have a physical location anywhere. Did you have a Leelanau beer during the, that year? Is that something that counts as a brewery? Um, so I don't think I ever actually finished that question. That's what oh, happens yeah. when you're a preacher's kid. You just <laughs> learn to talk. Um, so having a beer at the brewery ended up coming off the table for me to count it. Okay. So um, – it got a little sketchy because certain places would have businesses under a certain, you know, their their official legal name for the business would be one thing. And then do you count? So Jolly Pumpkin. Jolly Pumpkin has five locations in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Do you go to all mm-hmm. five? Of course you do. It's Jolly Pumpkin. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are places like you guys were talking about Round Barn a couple episodes ago. Um, they have... Oh, she they listens. Have, she's listening to her. Yeah, I do. She did research, I do. yeah. They I got still that. haven't left a rating yet. I wanted to wait until after today. Um, <laughs> they have that weird. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> Round Barn. Here's 50. Near, <laughs> on the west side of the state has the little beer grotto in the back. They do. They do. So where the barn actually is, mm-hmm. I don't believe they brew there. They brew at, yeah. at, um, in Baroda, which is called Public House. So, you know, I had to pick and choose sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they didn't brew at a particular location, I might not have gone there. I might not have counted it. But I tried really hard to get to all those places. Um, the other rule was they had to have some sort of a tap room they had access to. Um, so a lot of the production facilities did not have. So speciation at that time, you had to do certain things to be able to go there. And fortunately, Mark was a culture <laughs> club member. So I was like, yes, I'm going with you. Um, Every time you say that, I think of the band. I know. It's great. I, I, oh, I love their marketing. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and, and then it's, you know, how, how do you count it? How do you, how do you justify what you did? Um, so I've been pretty fortunate <clears throat> that, um, you know, everything opened fortuitously in, in kind of the order I needed that, them to open for where I had been and where I needed to go back to. Um, for example, I started off in the southwest side of the state down in um, kind of St. Joe. Um, Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. St. Joe, Sawyer, um, Bridgman. Bridgman. Oh, Bridgman. Mm-hmm. I oh, actually yeah, bought, brought you a tapestry beer. Oh, yep. Tapestry's great. I yeah. love tapestry. The people that work there are fantastic, um, have a great relationship. They were probably the first brewery that really interacted with me. Hmm. Um and that was the very first weekend in January. So it was my first full, week, first full weekend traveling by myself. Um, and I've been down there to brew with them for a couple of different brew days with Fermenta Collabs, oh, yeah. um, which is fantastic because they throw you into the brewery and they're like, come on, this is what we're doing. Have we talked about Fermenta on the, this podcast? We have not. Yeah. Well, she would know. She's been listening. Yeah, I don't think I we have listened to every uh, episode. Because well, I used to yeah. be part of Detroit Beer Press, and I know we interviewed them yeah. um, for that one, but I don't think we've talked Fermenta's about it. Fermenta's pretty... They're pretty badass. Uh, Fermenta was one of the um, the reasons that I started pushing into the beer industry here in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, ben and My husband Ben and I were on our way to Key West, and I did some Google searching in the car and ended up... Fermenta popped up. And in my healthcare world, I'm a member of all these different organizations. And it's a female... Brewing organization. It's a it's a nonprofit. Yeah. Um, they support educating women in the fermented industry. So, you know, kombucha, spirits, beer, and now we're um, breaking into food as well. Um, I Pickles. am. Yeah, that's. I just saw the press release today. Um, I am a corporate sponsor of them. I really believe in mm, what they do. Nice. Mostly, and and they have supported me. At length, I was um, a member. If they're auto renewing, I'd still am a member. Question mark. They, if they're not, they are now, and and that's what most people they hear. Women's organization and men can be members just as well as women can, um, and the corporate sponsorship is pretty low as far as um, uh, dues are concerned, and it's it benefits a lot of people. Um, 
Yeah. So the the double IPA that I brought you is called Heartful of Napalm. Oh yeah, I've had that's uh, so good. That's I love really that beer. Good. It was uh, one of my. I have a list of like four or five gateway beers for me, and that was one of mine. What are they? Uh, first one was Stone IPA. Okay. Um, this uh, Heartful of Napalm was another one. Uh-huh. Um, had a couple this year that are my favorites. One of them's Angelina from Vivant. Okay. Um, and anything. that's a, what is that? That's a sour? Uh, oh, I knew you were going to ask me that. Um, it's a sour brown, I believe. Okay. Ooh. So, yeah, like Flanders-esque. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some beer geek's going to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> like so. Ode Bruin? Yeah, yeah, right around those. Um, and then they put cherries in it this year. Oh, so, I, know, yes. I know sour beers. Nice. That's the uh, only beers I know. Yeah. So <laughs> That's impressive. Most people hate them. So, Any plans to take this on the road to go to other states? Um, oh. oh, I would love to. I would love to. Where um, would you go? Would it be like Colorado? Uh, actually, we have a uh, hopefully a road trip um, now that I'm done with – well, still working on Michigan, but done with last year mm-hmm. um, to go out to Trillium mm-hmm. in Massachusetts. Nice. Um, and I still haven't been to Three Floyds. God help me. Um, no, it's mostly what do I do with the information now? So speaking at the the Restaurant Expo mm-hmm. um, and then working on my podcast. Oh. Yeah. So I've been to Three Floyds and I can tell you that it's worth it for the beer. If it, you go in the morning. Yeah, because we went I, together. <laughs> yeah. And it was sold out when we, a lot of the stuff yeah, was sold, sold out. out. We and I've been since again. And, and the service is not very good. It's it's like it's rocker. heavy metal yeah, service. It's like rocker. Ah. So, yeah. Um, and, but and yeah, what, go early. Yeah, Don't I, go on the way home. Yeah. Go on the way there. <laughs> I, got, I got accosted by the GM there one time. Um, he, he told me that the, the food was they oh, lost our yeah. order, and um, I said we were leaving, and he said you're paying for your food still. After ah. that, yeah. oh. And I said I never got the food. He's like, we're bringing it to you. You're taking it home. And you're paying for it. <laughs> and I was like, that's not happening. <laughs> Can't believe we're do- this is happening right now. So yeah, that was my one experience at Three Floyds, and yeah, it's wow. kind of. Uh, wow. Not worth of, it for your gumball head? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emily, where can people find you online? One, uh, mittenbeergirl.com and also mentalfermentation.com. Mentalfermentation.com. What about podcast? Instagram? Same thing. Mittenbeergirl so everywhere? It's mittenbeergirl everywhere and then mental ferment everywhere. Awesome. Is, Thank, this, be, is been, this beer warm? Yeah. It, it's, it's supposed to be served at room temperature. <sighs> CBS, dude. Get with it. <laughs> it's highly sought after. Emily, thanks for being with us. This has been great. Thank you. Until next time, dine well, friends.